Please familiarize and observe the rules while watching this video. No running, no jumping, no yelling, no cutting in line, no grumbling, no stealing, that means you. No breaking things and putting them back like nothing happened. No sad faces, bad attitudes, introspective moments, irritation at the mindless happiness of the masses, and no littering. Is that clear? Enjoy your stay. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's uh, unseasonably warm here in the uh, in the Carolinas, so I'm enjoying mm. some uh, 60 to 7 degree weather at the beginning of fucking December. That is awesome. Let's talk about sexual assault. <laughs> yeah! Mm. As, as they immediately pause the video and go, nope, not this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, let me stretch. I think I gotta do some stretches uh, before I get into this one. Uh. <laughs> Ya girl! Fucking Melanie Martinez. See, this is the thing, right? We were just talking about this with Kill Bill, about who would be the ones to surprise you. Adam Yausch of uh, the Beastie Boys. His father has been hit recently with uh, either rape allegations or sexual assault accusations, and even he was able to go, you know what? I believe these women over my father. If he has the strength... To agree with sexual assault victims and survivors over his own father. Fans of Melanie Martinez can fucking take a step back and say, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) I was worried that when this story came out, that all of her crybaby fans would run and attack the accuser. Because that's more or less... What happens in these situations? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you go to Melanie Martinez's Instagram right now, oh boy, it is a, it is a mass exodus, my friend. They're they're letting her have it. Oh boy, they're tearing her to fucking shreds. There are still a few people who are like, hey, we still love you or whatever, but they're not going out of their way to, um, to be abusive to the abused and i think the reason why is because you know a lot of her music relates to that aesthetic right like there are songs that do kind of deal with dealing with abuse you get the audience that you cultivate right and the thing is her art has cultivated uh you know people who relate to each other through the sense of yes i've had to deal with people manipulating me and taking advantage of me and so it's like when you find out that the person who's created this work has done it themselves Yeah, exactly. There's going to be that fucking max exodus in the same way that, like, if, you know, your favorite artist was always talking about how he was against drugs, and then later on you find out he was on cocaine. You know, people are just going to be like, uh, no. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, wow, I thought, I modeled myself after this person, and I thought that they, you know, were my example of how, hey, if they did good, I can do good. And it's like, wait, if they fail, then how, how good am I, you know? Exactly. And and at that point, I just respect the people who are so easily willing to say, you know what, like, I saw someone on Twitter post this and said, for every abusive, quote-unquote, tortured artist you follow that you consider a genius, there are so many out there who are just as talented, just as inspiring that aren't complete pieces of shit. You just gotta look for them. There are so many people that if you just look for a little while, I'm sure you could find someone who's making similar music 
that hasn't raped a friend. I'm willing to believe an accuser right away. Um, but it really is... I, I don't want to say as important. But it is very important how the person uh, does respond and what their actions are uh, that follow that. Because we've seen even ju- just the big names uh, that we've seen over the past month. Uh, the one that comes to mind right away is Kevin Spacey, right? Kevin Spacey decides to respond to the allegations by taking that time to come out, making it almost like, yeah, you know, I can do whatever. No, yeah, like, you can't get mad at me now because this is about my moment of being accepted as I am. This is like, that's the most selfish way to come out like ever that that's the most white way to come yeah. out. you know what i'm saying yep. like it's true i've seen a few be more graceful but at the same time you don't want to give them too much credit because they've still done something terrible you know i was waiting for a uh, melanie's response and we got it uh either this morning or last night and this statement feels very much like a oh shit scramble say something and then at the same time, there's the excuse, right? Like, it, like if it was just like, I'm super sorry that this happened. It's been years, and I'd forgotten about it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like absolute shit. I apologize to her. and the, You know what I'm saying? Like, holy shit, I just realized. Yep, yep, there's no apology in here. There's no, I'm sorry for what I did. I, I Please forgive me. I, like, I can only hope that you can forgive me after after that. I didn't realize how much of a douchebag I was being. Those are things that you can hear when you be like, okay, he's at least registering this. This person is understanding that they did something bad. They said, I'm horrified and saddened by the statements. What the fuck you mean? Horrified and saddened? You did it! I mean, I can see that to an extent. Horrified at the potential loss of a fan base and saddened at the <laughs> sudden crash. Like, if it was like, I'm horrified that I was that horrible of a person. <laughs> like, but the way this is framed is kind of confusing. What are you horrified by? Like, horrified and saddened is like, I found out there was a tsunami that happened or someone was killed last night. I'm horrified and saddened that this has happened because it was so unexpected. But it's like, Bitch, you did this. Like, what do you mean? What are you saddened about? (laughs) This is your fault. This isn't a surprise. This is her bringing up what you should already know. Maybe mortified, not horrified. (laughs) Then it's like, oh, we had pain dealing with our individual demons. And then you come to the sentence, she never said no to what we chose to do together. Now, bro. <laughs> she never said no. She never said no. Get when I read that sentence, I was like, okay, now you can get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. I was so amazed when I saw that. It's like you have got to be absolutely kidding me with that shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this has happened. I mean, she agreed to it. But still, you know, like, no, 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 no. Don't try to slide that one in. Like, how do you think that's going to get you points? Do you think it would have benefited her by maybe waiting a day? Yes. Because this felt very rushed. Mm-hmm. And we like to think the internet is like, oh, you have to respond immediately. You can no. take a day 
Like, no one, it's not like people are standing outside your door. You could have just been like, and the easiest excuse could be like, you know, uh, we, we were in the middle of driving somewhere. You know, I wanted to take time away from the internet. I've been playing video games, whatever the fuck. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't see this. You know, okay, well, let me take some time to actually, like, respond. You know what I'm saying? When you respond that fast, and it contains the damning verbiage that is in that statement, it feels like damage control yeah. when you're doing it that fast. Instead, what you should take time to do before you even release a statement is talk to the accuser. Iron that shit out, uh-huh. and then maybe work that into your statement of, hey, you know, I spoke to this person, yeah, or that's a good at least idea, I, attempt to, I attempted to, uh-huh. and I couldn't get... Something to that effect makes it seem like you actually gave a shit. But at the end of it, by just tacking on the, you know, I'm sending her love and light always, it's like, f- f- fucking, that felt so, <laughs> get, like, uh-huh, yeah, here. all right. Get out of here. I've already stopped reading that shit sentences ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, now here's my point. Now, here, here, here's the point that I made on Twitter, but some people don't follow me, follow me on Twitter, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta say it here, too, you know. Now, it says she never said no, which kind of implies that she never said yes either, because if she did, you would have said that. <laughs> you should at least say, like, I misread the signals. Exactly. I was in the wrong, but it's not in there either. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, the way she described, like, the way the victim describes it, it's just like, it's so specific that it's just like, okay, I know this did happen. Like, you know, it's not like it was just like, oh, a vague thing. I just remember this happened. It's like, no, it's very specific. She says, like, um, I was trying to go to sleep and she kept, like, touching my arm and then after a while, she started touching my boobs. She was like, is this okay? Can I do this? And she was like, maybe if I just pretend I'm asleep, she won't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like shit like that. There are five ways that people react to stress. It's not just fight or flight. It's fight, flight, friend, flop, or freeze, right? Uh, and it says the first two are obvious. But the last three need to be better understood because they keep coming up concerning these rape and molestation charges. Because I'm sure, like, if it was like, oh, I started doing something and someone, like, punched me in the face. It was like, all right, that's pretty clear message that they didn't like that. You know? Right. (laughs) But if you start doing something and they don't respond, then your brain tells you, oh, well, they're not saying no. Ooh, they must be into this too. But it's just like, that's not how it works. Because a lot of people go through trauma, and I'm actually about to explain. Friend is is used as a verb here, sort of like, I'm going to ignore this and not think about how I'm being violated because I don't want trouble. Like, that, that's sort of like, someone does something bad, and then immediately you try to, like, start another conversation and do, just do something else to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this guy did something bad to me, and then right afterwards I'm like, okay, well, anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then there's flop or freeze, which is when someone either tenses up or goes limp and doesn't respond, hoping that the least resistance will make the interaction end faster. If you're being forward with someone about your desire for them, but you, and I feel like this is actually an important thing. I feel like people need to hear this, right? Uh, if you're being forward, forward with someone um, and you want to show that you like them, but you feel like what you're doing to them might be eliciting these responses, stop and ask them if they like what you're doing. Because if they do like what you're doing, then then there's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, But if they don't or if they don't respond, you stop immediately and ask if they're okay. I saw someone post an article it was the headline, um, men are worried that they can't hug women anymore. And it's like, well, yeah, 
don't. <laughs> like, ah! I don't fucking get why some people insist on being so fucking touchy-feely. If you wouldn't randomly walk up to a friend and, like, grab them by the shoulder or, like, pat them on the back because you think that's, like, going into their personal space, why do you think every woman would just be okay with you hugging them? That's not how it fucking works! Look, look at how accepting we've become as a culture with personal space. I'm sure that was a joke at some point, but now look, like, more people are fist bumping because less people want to shake hands. People don't want to be as physical with each other, but for some reason, men out there seem to think every woman out there wants to be comforted by a fucking hug from me. It's like, no! Women you know or don't know are no different than the dudes you hang out with on a daily basis. Again, remember, it's not about you. See, that's the thing with it, when these people hear like, oh, what, girls don't want hugs from me? It's like, here's the thing. It's not about you. If you're listening to the show and you aren't cool with people hugging you or people touching you, it is okay to not want it. It is okay to not feel comfortable with that. I'm not going to tell anybody straight up, hey, if someone tries to hug you, tell them to fuck off. Because I know there are some people Jump out there in the who, eye. <laughs> There are some people out there who are going to be dealing with anxiety in that situation or too introverted to want to say that. So they're going to be like, eh, okay, like naturally more submissive that way and then afterwards feel like, oh, I really didn't want that. I'm just going to tell you, that, you know, in that moment, don't feel like you're the shitty person because you're denying somebody that doesn't fucking deserve a hug from you. A hug. Because, like I said, they don't fucking deserve it. You, you come first. And I think people, because even going past that about the, you know, like, like taking a no, like in the case of the Melanie Martinez thing, be mindful of body language and just, like... My goodness, if someone is, like, super timid in a situation like that, or you're fucking asking them a million goddamn times for, like, what you in your mind think is something simple. Like, if you're asking someone five times for a fucking hug, and they haven't straight up said no to you, but they're like, eh, or they're laughing it off, like in the case of the Melanie Martinez thing, give it a fucking rest. Take the goddamn hint and move the fuck on. I really want to talk about a specific rapper on the show whose name I won't say aloud for fear of demonetization, but it's spelled P-H-A-G. Lil P-H-A-G. He's a gay rapper. He's making waves. And I wanted to talk about him on the show this week because I imagine people won't be talking about him for long. So the deal here is that this is a dude. He's rapping happens to be gay. We see this every so often and we hear about gay rappers be talked about. Uh, the first time I heard people really talk about this was around the time Same Love came out. Because people were giving Macklemore a lot of shit because who are you to talk about being gay when you're not? You don't get it. There are more gay rappers out there that we should be listening to instead. I hear a lot of people say that, but I never hear people actually put on Gay yeah. rappers, they usually just say they're out there, but I never hear anyone, right, hardly right. anyone, actually naming any, which is unfortunate, because I would love to support and fucking put over some gay rappers out there. But you never really hear the recommendations. 
So yeah. here we have one, and I just wanted to talk about how much I can't fucking stand this guy. <laughs> I'm already over him. And it's not even a week, and I've already fucking had my fill of this dude. I saw a tweet of his saying, I'm gonna start a squad of gay rappers, and we're gonna take over SoundCloud like straight people take over gay clubs. And that's a funny joke. If, and this is important, if, when I listened to your song, you weren't ripping off every conceivable trope from mainstream black artists. Yeah. You heard the song, correct, Elton John? Dude, it was, like, it was literally just Gucci Gang. I'm cool that, you know, this dude's openly gay and doing it like that and... You know, he's flipping it on him by being like, oh, look, I called myself lol, you know, such and such. What do you think the point of that is, by the way? Like, is that just a a thing for shock? Or is that like a, haha, made you say it? Or, like, nothing about this dude seems genuine, which annoys me. He's got the lil, because, I mean, if you're gonna name yourself a rap name, you gotta put a lil in there. Like, it's like calling yourself young something in 2008. It's like, alright. We fucking get it. But see, you nailed, you, you said it. There's no problem with this dude being gay. But listening to that song, would you know he was? No, and also, I just, like like I said, like, if you're just making a generic song, congratulations, you're a gay rapper making a generic song. The problem is not that you're gay. The problem is, yo, if you came out and you were this gay rapper and you were blowing people away with your lines, though, then it'd be like, yo, dude, this dude's gay, okay, Fuck that. And what? He dope as hell. You know? And in fact, that elevates him because now here's someone who's interesting bringing in these interesting topics from a different angle that you weren't expecting it from. But with this, it's just like, oh yeah, the song's called Elton John, so it, I, I guess that's, you know, he's gay and just sounds like Gucci Gang, so I don't care. That is the only reference to even a gay person. And I'm not saying if you're a gay rapper, everything needs to be gay, gay, gay. Everything needs to be in your fucking face with it. But there's no representation here besides the fact that he is gay, but you wouldn't know that if you didn't know who he was. And before I get too far into this, I should I should specify earlier when I said he was ripping off tropes from black artists. He is white also. Of course he is. So when he goes in there and he's talking about. I'm on the keys, and I'm talking about keyboard or piano. It's like, hey, he's talking about drugs. I'm a straight-up G. It's like, fucking stop. Yeah, it's just... Stop that obnoxious shit you've heard a million fucking times. Like, you, like, you, like it's a fucking Mad Libs, and you're yeah. working with the things that every rapper says, and you're working around it. Nothing about this shit is original. The video, which I was able to see before it was taken off YouTube, I sent it to you, and you said that it was removed, which really annoyed me. It's just, hey, I'm in a room, I'm in a big fur coat, I got women shaking their asses, I got Hoodie fucking Allen over here for who God knows why. Oh my God, Hoodie Allen pulled from the depths of irrelevance. I liked how you said, I thought we dealt with Hoodie Allen as if, like, we had the final say. We gave him a bad review, so be gone with you, Hoodie Allen! (laughs) No! No! I killed you! You're dead! (laughs) I don't know, like, I mean, I guess there are people who get by, just, you know, French Montana's made a career out of it. 
being inoffensive, just saying the shit that everyone wants to hear. I'm a gangster. I get more chicks than you. I can take your girlfriend. So he's just, look, I'm gay. And copy paste all those things that those other rappers just said. But it's just like, okay, fine. You in the cabinet with the rest of them. Congratulations. That's awesome that you're gay. But I don't care. Sure, there are gay rappers. But there's... Let, 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 let's be real. Like you said, when people were down in Macklemore and be like, oh, uh, I'm tired of you guys dissing, uh, I mean, uh, uh, yo, oh, you think you speak for gay people and rap music? And I was like, okay, where are the names? Come on. Hit me with some, some gay rappers that are doing it big in the business industry, but no one's paying attention to. No one fucking did it. Like you said, no, I didn't hear any names. All right, Cakes the Killer, and then now that that song's not relevant, nobody's talking about Cakes the Killer anymore. So, it's complete bullshit that people were acting like they were interested in him in the first place. The only thing he was there for was just to prove how above this white guy they were, you know? I'll open it up to the comments section. If you know any talented gay rappers... Yeah, don't gay rappers. Don't be fucking coming at us with like, Oh, well, little homo over here, he, he listen to his stuff. And then we listen to it, it's just like... Okay, it's great that he's a rapper, but he's boring. Just like all the rest, so I don't give a shit. I Dope mean, rappers. If, if Lil Homo is real and he got bars, I'll check him out, dude. Dude, I'm trying. I'll fucking listen to his shit on SoundCloud and Spotify, wherever he's at. Dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to lie to you. Like, I try to actively seek out, like, diversity specifically for my list because I think to myself, like, you know, it's so easy for me as a black male to just listen to black male artists you know i try to go out of my way to be like let me check out some other people you know to make sure that's not missing and that's not on no affirmative action shit like oh well hmm this song by dage loaf was whack but i gotta include a female rapper so no no it's like if i find a samus if i find a gene gray i'm like holy god man see i would have been sleeping if i find rhapsody you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I was sleeping. All right, let me make sure I put this up here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's cool that there's visibility for other artists and maybe your v- version of a perfect future where, hey, we got gay, uh, uh, Israeli, uh, uh, Latina, uh, 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 black, white, Asian rappers, and they're, yeah, and they're all whack as shit. If that's your version of perfect future, awesome. But I would like... <laughs> I would like to see that same rainbow, but, like, not sucking. <laughs> and I know music's subjective, blah, 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 but, like, come on, son. Listen to that Elton John. Come on. You can't tell me that. Oh, boy. Oh, look out. Elton John. Oh, this really related to the people. No. This shit is whack. We got double. Double your pleasure, double your fun album reviews this week because they're both short. And we're trying to knock out our requests twice as fast. So we got one request from my pile, one request from your pile. In my pile, we got Sims from Doomtree. And I made the mistake of telling you that it was the last member of Doomtree. It's not. (laughs) There's There's like three or four more. But we didn't get... This is the last request I have for a Doomtree rapper. This is the last one. And I'm not going to tell people don't request anymore, but I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> Just so we can represent more more uh, squads here, so to speak. But we got More Than Ever by Sims. And uh, it's requested by, by ya boy, 
You know him, you love him, Ted Syke, who requested all the other Doom Tree albums on my Patreon. And we got, um, Wait to Pleasure by No Joy. And that was a request from uh, your page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Hanna requested this one. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, Sims or No Joy? Uh, let's start with the, the, the one that I'm sure will be the shorter review. The uh, Wait to Pleasure. Can I guess your review? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, that you got no joy and you're still waiting for pleasure. <laughs> I, I can't imagine I'm uh, too far off there. It's shoegaze, everybody. It's, yeah. shoegaze, it's shoegaze days on the Going Off podcast. <sighs> what, what'd you think? Look. <laughs> I love your look. <laughs> I always know I'm in for a treat. When it's prefaced with a look. (laughs) (laughs) Hit him with it. I don't need to hear this shit anymore. Fucking, I'm sorry. No, you know, people are usually like, oh, you know, genres get rid of it. I'm sorry. Shoegaze, boring. Don't want to hear this shit anymore. It's bad. Zero out of five stars. It's shit. It's not interesting. Every fucking song ends with the fucking... Oh, echoing and and fucking um, uh, what, what's the thing they do? The reverb on the fucking thing where it just turns everything just turns into a mess at the end of every song. Oh, that's the point. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. It's not interesting. Twelve fucking songs of this shit. No, forty six minutes. No. You know, I, I think the reason why I was able to to deal with the other shit before because it was like four songs. Like, all right, look, 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 this is what I said, this is what I said. I said, at this point, reviewing Shoegaze is like reviewing a lullaby album. Like, yes, it puts you to sleep. What the fuck else do you want us to say about this? <laughs> like, what else do you want us to say about this particular song that starts off generically and ends with echo and reverb and not being able to hear anything? What do you want us to say? It's not interesting. Sorry. If you're in, look, 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 if you're into that, if you want music, that like, I, I can't even imagine getting high to this. It's just like it's not interesting enough. You know what I'm saying? But yo, if you need to get high and you need to fall asleep and have existential dread or whatever the fuck this is supposed to inspire, have a good time. Knock yourself out. But anything outside of that, this has no ambition. This has no ambition to be anything other than fucking staring at your shoes. You know what I'm saying? And with every genre, I'm, I'm usually like, yo. Give these certain songs a chance. No, no, no. There's always some at some point it get it something different happens or or becomes interesting. Not here, not really. The, all these songs are completely interchangeable. It's not interesting. I, sorry, I'd rather be listening to fucking vaporwave. At least that has some integrity sometimes. Here we're gonna play some good cop, bad cop. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> because I didn't hate this as much as you did. Mm. And, uh, spoiler alert, I'd give it a three. Alright. <laughs> See, here's the thing, right? When you say there's no ambition, I think there's some ambition. Um, but what annoys me is that every song I start to like, I end up not liking. Mm-hmm. Almost every song on this album did the same 
shit exactly. to me. And why is that? Why is that? Because every time I couldn't someone... fucking tell you. I guess it's the goddamn genre. No, it's I'm not the... a fan of shoegaze either. Yeah, it's that fucking just everything just blends and just fucking goes into a mishmash of boring. Almost every song for the first couple minutes, and a lot of these songs I thought differentiated themselves well enough. There was a good bit of style on here. They changed. They mixed up the tempo on some tracks. Uh, some tracks had more of an electronic feel. Other ones had more of a uh, organic instrumentation uh, going on. But you're right that eventually it becomes almost noise rock, where it's just kind of someone is just leaning on a goddamn key on a keyboard, mm-hmm. and that's just gonna. You know what? I'm I'm knocking it down to a two. It's a uh, it, it, it's a uh, it's a two. The more I talk about it, but. <laughs> The thing that annoys me the most is that I can't fucking understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I get it that that is that just comes with the territory. That's what the, what the genre is, apparently. But I want to know what you're saying. Right? Like, you can't understand what Damon Albarn is saying a lot of the time. Who's but that? Damon Albarn, Gorillaz. Oh, okay, yeah. But there's yeah, interesting shit happening in the music. Right. You know, so it's more than just, okay, well, nothing's happening, so my brain can't uh, can't, uh, go to the music, so what is she saying? Well, I can't hear what the fuck she's saying, so why am I listening to this? You know what I'm saying? I liked the music of it. A lot of it reminded me of uh, 90s kind of alt-rock, like uh, Sonic Youth. There's a good bit of Sonic Youth influence uh, that I could tell, that I could pick up on this. Kind of Pixies, almost. Uh, which are which are bands I can get down to, but yeah, it's I really wish I could understand what is being said because if it wasn't so much reverb and echo on the vocals, it almost kind of has like a twee uh, quality, which it's like it's very kind of like high pitched uh, female singing. Reminds me of uh, if anyone has seen the new season of uh, Twin Peaks. That was on Showtime. This album sounds like what would be playing at the Roadhouse at the end of any given episode, where there's just a three or four piece band, so a uh, blonde woman on the vocals, some dude with long hair on the keyboard, uh, looking like he'd rather die, <laughs> and that is what I kind of envisioned uh, listening to this album. Is it didn't sound depressing, but Man, I do wish that there was as much liveliness in the in the delivery, in the vocals, as there was in the music, because it was fucking hitting hard on some of these tracks. Uh, the first song was hitting a little too hard. It was just loud and obnoxious and noisy. Um, but I thought it panned out okay. But yeah, it's not something I would listen to regularly. I would really need to be in a mood for it. So yeah, uh, two from me and uh, zero um but other than that we've got the album more than ever <laughs> i almost forgot by sims member of doomtree i wanted to i want to uh <laughs> this, is tack just that, that on. this is just the episode of like we still have to review this stuff <laughs> see here i thought mm. and maybe it's because i don't remember the other ones all that much this is the Best Doom Tree related <laughs> project. 
No! Fuck no! <coughs> Which one was better? <coughs> oh god! No, oh, you are wrong! That is wrong! This is not the best Doomtree related album we listened to? Don't you remember that? What about the dude who was in space? Who was in space? There was an album about Clipping? A... Huh? Clipping? Oh, was that it? He's on Doomtree, dude! Are you sure? Yes! You know, that group... Clipping ain't Doomtree. Wait, yeah, okay. There's a group that is, you know, they make very, like, everything sounds like it's fucking lo-fi on purpose, and the raps usually don't actually rhyme, or, you know, like, that that group. You see, the joke is that, the, the joke is that they're kind of interchangeable, you see what I'm trying to oh. say. <laughs> oh. I was about to fucking throw out Death Grips. What was your problem with Sims? It's... Fucking boring, man. It is boring. Okay, well... <laughs> what's the problem? I didn't say I loved it. I said it was the best of the Doomtree projects. Oh. The bar has been set pretty low. No, I, I, I remember is Dessa. My point. I think we liked Dessa, didn't we? We liked the we liked the thought of Dessa. I thought she had an album that was like, hmm, okay. I don't remember liking it all that much. Oh. Well, I, I I think we thought she was cool b- because it wasn't what we were used to. I think yeah, I think yeah. it was the I think she was uh she benefited from the circumstance of being different than what we normally listen to. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the the quality I don't remember it being that great. I thought Sims was all right enough. I thought it was passable, but the beats are very minimal. Dude, it's like every one of those fucking rhymes is the. A is the first rhyme, and then, like, I couldn't come up with a rhyme for the A, so I'm just gonna do BB for the for the next line. That's like every one of those fucking rhymes! It's just mm. like, dude, do you come up with a rhyme? And it's just like, it, it, start, it, it starts off as like, is this being experimental, or is he just being lazy and just isn't really taking the time to, like, actually write this shit? You know what I mean? Because it's like, every now and then people do that, where it's like, the first line doesn't really rhyme, but I do a double rhyme to make up for it. It just feels like every fucking line is that. And then sometimes it'll just be like, wait, none of that rhymed at all. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, th- this techno, lo-fi, on-purpose shit, it's just, it's not impressing me, man. It's not, imp- I'm not impressed with this, like, ooh, look, we're sounding like crap on purpose. It's just like... I didn't get a sense that they were sounding like crap. I, I, I thought the beats... What was that? That was that fucking song. Which one? I don't remember any songs that went... Yes, a bad flying bird was definitely that. Oh, bad flying bird had that? Yes. Why don't I remember that? What I remember where the beats were very minimal and barely there, but I don't remember it being sounding all that bad. I, I would say overall the album is passable. I'd give it a passing grade. But, yeah, I wasn't impressed by much. It was just kind of there. Um, I didn't really get any sense of who... Sims was? Yeah, you want to know why you didn't get a sense of who Sims was? Because he was just talking a bunch of random fucking nonsense that didn't make any fucking sense. Dude, I swear to God, some of these underground rappers want to be Aesop Rock so fucking bad. The thing about Aesop Rock is that if you actually pay attention, he's actually saying things that make sense. It just sounds really convoluted. This motherfucker's not talking about anything. 
Are you sure he wasn't rapping in Simlish? <laughs> Shut up. No, dude, straight up and down, like, I'll be listening to the songs and I'm just like, you're not, like, don't you ever listen to a rapper and you just immediately get that feeling of it's like, you're talking like this just to sound smart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, I didn't think it, I don't think it felt that phony, though. Uh, I didn't hate this album. I didn't love it. I didn't really enjoy it. I liked it better than listening to No Joy. Oh, but yeah, again, that's... that bar has been set very low. Yeah. Look, look, look. And then, and then here's the thing. This whole, like, the first four tracks are, like, first three tracks are nothing but just, like, obscure, you know, like, oh, I'm being really cryptic, which is covering for the fact that I don't really know how to express, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. It's like, is he just afraid that if he says something too forward, people won't <laughs> like it? You know what I'm saying? It was just like, well, I don't really know if I'm a good MC, but if I just sound cryptic, that'll sound dope. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or a uh, brutal dance. He says, I've been thinking on my sins for the last four blocks. That's two Hail Marys and a half court shot. What? What? Okay, I've been thinking on my sins for driving down the court. Uh, I mean, dra- driving uh, down the street, and then he has to let you know how how long that is, which is apparently two Hail Marys and a half-court shot, which is like, get it? Because like, if you threw two Hail Marys in football and, uh, and a half-court mm. and a three-pointer, that's how far I've been driving, which is like, okay. I, I, don't, uh, yeah, know. I, I don't know what the brutal dance is. And then something tough on myself, drag my body through the belt. And vow to do the most, leave none for later, pray for my haters. Like, wait, what? Like, whoa, now this is about you being a dope rapper and being the best now, like, all of a sudden? And the thing is, like, okay, this album's supposed to be about him being happy? I didn't get a I, sense of that. I didn't get that you shit at all. serious? fucking music, yeah. Like, I didn't get that shit at all. And then, like I said, it's been all this cryptic shit, and then, on track four, he goes, Follow my lead as I cut through the breeze, every step GPS, CCTV. Every breath squeezed through some SJW's tweet. You're so offbeat and so PC. I'm like, wait, what? This song? Yeah, I didn't get what that was coming from either. Yeah, he's he's an Eminem type now. He's a oh, I don't care. Give a fuck what you say. Fucking feelings. Like, that's not what I got at all. This wasn't shock rap at all. This is cryptic tryhard shit. What was that one song where it was like? Like someone dies or something. Which track was that? I think. Uh, uh, I think you're talking about the um, the second to last one. Yeah, Voltaire. But at least that, like, that was actually kind of dope because I could tell what was fucking happening. That's true. But even then, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I didn't it know was why it was happening. But but it was just like I at least it, it at least communicated an idea. Right? Like, that's yeah. the whole point of these songs. You're supposed to be communicating an idea. And I feel like with a lot of these songs, he gets so caught up in his head of, ooh, don't I sound so smart when I say things like this? That it's just like, okay, but I don't care what you're saying. Uh, fucking spinning away. What, what, what was that one? So it's like, ooh, you were in a shouting match with God on the fire escape of the sound gallery. And I thought, what a waste of perfectly good cocaine. Like, yeah, what did that mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 here's this shit. This fucking try-hard dark shit. A boy on a plane broke through the butts for the first time, and I didn't see a single solitary grandparent. 
or a dead dog. And my head cocked staring through the plexiglass. Can you picture that? Was the picture looking back? Like, what? Why Why would a kid have a dead dog on a plane? What? I love how pretentious you make him sound. Because I didn't get that when I was listening to it. But maybe it's because I wasn't paying that much attention to the lyrics. But holy shit. Now that you actually read them out to me like that. These are terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like, at first, it's just like, okay, a boy on a plane, and you mm. didn't see a single solitary grandparent. Okay, why would it be grandparent? Wouldn't you just be like, I didn't see a single like parent or guardian or something like that, and then, or a dead dog. And it's just like, okay, that was just grave imagery just for the sake of grave imagery. That had fucking nothing to do with what you were talking about. I think at the time, I thought like he meant like he didn't have any bad memories or like bad visions. What? That doesn't make any sense. And then, I, like, I was I was grabbing at straws, dude. I was desperately trying to make sense of this shit. And then halfway through the song, like, it's in space now? Like, what? That's why you were thinking of clipping. Because he, <laughs> he was fucking trying to break the glass. Yeah. It's like halfway through, he's just like, oh, I'm trying to get, uh, uh, I'm spinning out here in space. Are you spinning with me? He's like, what? Is there a kid with a dead dog in space? Like, what? Wait, oh, no, wait, there's not a dead dog, which I don't know why that would be a thing to comment on. He's like, oh, my God, I'm out in the middle of space, and there isn't a dead dog. Like, okay. There isn't a fucking Hardee's out there either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, fucking congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You made you made it to the one place in the universe where you couldn't see a dead dog. I imagine that's not the only place. <laughs> and then, okay, what they don't know is the only one that I liked just because it had some sort of sense of fucking energy. Oh, uh, see, I, I hated that one. Really? I hated it because it felt like it was too fucking much, and I couldn't buy it. Like, it felt mm. like it was trying too hard to have energy. I couldn't... It, was, it wasn't believable for me. Mm. It felt like it was just desperately trying to interject some energy for the for its own sake. I feel but yeah, right. I didn't like his, like, what they don't know. What? And I was like, oh, fucking stop. You're not that guy. You're uh, not bouncy that, Yeah, guy. I'm holding on to my fucks or something like that. Yeah, I didn't fucking, I didn't dig that one mm-hmm. at all. I didn't get that one. I didn't like the chorus in buckets because I didn't know what the fuck he was <clears> trying to say. Something about shaking in his sheets. Something's next to him. Oh, I don't know what the fuck was happening there. I could figure out what that one was about. That one's about, like, being with this girl and, like, having sex and stuff like that. And it was just like... Because, like, there was enough there to let me understand what was happening. And the thing is, like, if you're just doing this shit where it's just like, oh, it's real cryptic and the music doesn't sound that good, then I was just like, okay, well, my ear doesn't know where to go now because I can't hear what your message is because you're, do- you're purposely trying to make it confusing. And I can't hear, like, I, I don't want to listen to the music because it's fucking annoying. Shaking in my sheets was just like, oh, I'm with my girl. And like she said, what do you say? She's wearing nothing but the how behind the look she's giving me. And now that I think about it, that actually doesn't make sense either. Uh, <laughs> it was like, I, 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 it would have made sense if you said she's wearing nothing but the why behind the look she's giving me. Right? Like, she's wearing the reason... Like, she has no clothes on, and the only thing that she's wearing is the reason why she's looking at me right now. You know? Like, the only thing she has on is her intention. You know? But the how actually... That that actually makes it not make sense, because the... 
like the how would be like the action of what she's doing and it again it's just like it doesn't look i know people are like oh you're the rap critic so you're hard on mainstream rappers and that must mean underground guys are good no matter what it's just like no no if this shit is stupid and it's trying too hard like i don't, I don't like that either i like my music to be enjoyable you know and, and and I can understand someone like doing something experimental, but there still needs to be something that's touching the ground. You know what I mean? There has to be some sort of basis in reality so that I can have a jumping off point. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I like I, I guess there's there's room for like abstract rap and stuff like that, but I think there just needs to be a certain sort of it needs to be done well as well. You know, every... This wasn't abstract enough for me to even get a feeling that it was abstract. I just didn't get it. Yeah. And it's like, it just felt like it just wasn't written that well. Yeah, like, it, like I said, with everything, I, I think that some people feel like, if I do an abstract, it, you know, you, you can't judge it because it's abstract, so that you, you can't say anything about it. It, it. You have to praise me and say that it's good because it's abstract, and therefore it's it's trying to be interesting, so it must be. I'm not saying that's what he's directly thinking, but it's like, that's how it comes across. You know what I mean? And it's just like, no, any, uh, there's a hierarchy of every genre, I personally feel, right? As far as criticizing it, you know, like there's, there's dance music and there's Daft Punk and there's Soulja Boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. sure. It's both intended to dance to, but one is obviously better than the other. You know, there's the abstract shit and we, there's. You know, Ghostface Killer, and there's Sims. Got, got you feeling some type of way. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I give it a two out of five. Two? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like two and a half. The lyrics weren't interesting, and the beats were so minimal that it didn't, it didn't make up for what was lost in the uninteresting lyrics. So there wasn't anything I could turn to. Kind of what you were talking about with No Joy about how you thought the music was crap and how you thought the vocals were annoying. There wasn't anything for you there. Um, but I think it was passable in the sense that it was... It didn't annoy me. Um, I didn't think he was terrible. I just didn't think he was interesting, which in hip-hop pretty much is as bad as being terrible. Because you gotta be saying something. I didn't get the sense of who Sims was, what his deal was, what set him apart from the other Doomtree members, what made him special, why I should check him out other um, rather than the other folks, what he had to offer that, say, Sissel Otter didn't, or whoever else we talked about. It, it's just, they're really... I didn't get the sense that he was happy... Like you had said that there was supposed to be an underlining theme of him being happy. There were songs in here where he just didn't, where he just seemed annoyed, or like he was complaining about things. Oh, look, look, this is what he said. This is what he said. Um, sex and love and fractal math, which. Uh, um, I mean, he mentions fractals in one song. Yeah, and he says, uh, he says, um, um, he decided that the only acceptable answer to big loss is big joy. Urgent, defiant, unapologetic joy. 
The 13 tracks on More Than Ever capture Sims coming to and living out that conclusion. Where was the what? joy? <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. If it fucking made you happy, good on you. I didn't. I didn't get that at all. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I listened to it a little bit more, I, I would. I, I, I would find something. No. I, I might be able to figure out a little bit more. But it's just like, I feel like if you listen to something twice, that's giving it enough of a chance. Let me see. What's this album cover? So it's like a foot be, being raised. It looks like it like it's wet. Uh, and there's tacks around the foot. I don't like it. <laughs> Me neither. It's it's an ugly cover. Yeah. The the cover of the No Joy album is more aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just prettier. Yeah, is it just like a like the outside of a house or something? I like it. Yeah. It's like it's like a cardboard thing. Yeah. So this week on the Going Off podcast, we reviewed colorful cardboard and a wet foot. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking calling this out. This uh, episode, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> colorful cardboard and a wet foot. <laughs> Dude, this is just this is this is boring. <laughs> this is quite possibly the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> I was just gonna say the fucking you sound so morose. Where it's like, what are we doing with our lives? I, I don't think we should do a double album again because goddamn, or at least it shouldn't be so bad so quickly. <laughs> it, just, it just drains my energy. We didn't know that Sims was going to be this boring. We didn't know. I thought it was going to make up for what No Joy lacked. How could I have known? Thank you very much for checking us out this week on the Going Off Podcast. If this is your first time listening, all of our old episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Going Off Podcast. That's G-O-I-N Off Podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud.com slash G-O-I-N OFF podcast. Uh, all of our old episodes are on there. You can download them, listen to them wherever you want. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Patreon if you have albums that you want to request us to review on the show. And until next week, for the Going Off podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic. And each of you must ask yourselves are we petty, vengeful humans, or logical? Moral machines. Then pass judgment. The defense rests. <laughs>